In this short video, I will show you how to measure your dog's neck to get the correct fit on our Learberg dominant dog collars. Learning how to fit one of these collars is the first step in learning how to use them to train your dog. But before I do this, I want to make the point that over the years, I've moved away from training dogs primarily with prong collars and moved more and more towards using dominant dog collars. In many cases, prong collars make dogs too hectic or frantic. When a prong collar is not used properly, they also damage the relationship between the handler and the dog. Whereas with a dominant dog collar, when it's used properly, it has a calming effect on the dog and it helps establish the handler as a higher ranking pack member. In my opinion, there are a limited number of applications for training with prong collars. They can be used to train a dog to give to pressure. That means that they're good for stopping a dog from pulling the leash when on a walk or teaching a dog to give to pressure when training positions in formal healing. There are also applications for prong collars and protection work, but I won't go into that here. More often than not, new trainers would be better advised to learn how to train with a dominant dog collar. When these collars are properly fit, the trainer only needs to move his leash hand a couple of inches to apply pressure. Sometimes this can be done by only moving the fingers. This results in the dog paying closer attention to the handler's voice commands and his cues. The correct fit is when the collar is worn right up under the jawbone and right behind the ears. Collars with the correct fit stay in place when they only have a couple of inches of slack. Collars that have too much slack hang down on the dog's neck and are ineffective. Collars with four, five, or more inches of slack are so loose they won't stay in place. When that happens, trainers need to make bigger hand and arm movements to take up the slack in the collar. And when that happens, dogs start reacting to hand and arm movements and not voice commands. That's why I'm doing this video. It's so important to get the proper fit, and this is such a good training tool, you need to learn how to do it. The, the difference between collars and the difference between a, uh, a fur saver collar and one of these nylon dominant dog collars we have is that you can get a snugger fit with the dominant dog collar. The way these dominant dog collars work is there's a ring that floats along the nylon cord and you clip, you actually clip to this floating ring like that. Now the advantage to a dominant dog collar is that you can get a very snug fit because you in essence wrap it around your dog's neck and clip it on so that there's only a little bit of slack left. Whereas if you wanted to get that tight of a fit with a metal choke collar, be it a first saber collar or a normal choke collar, you have to have a collar that's big enough to go over the dog's head. So you may have a scenario where the dog's neck is way smaller than the dog's head. 
And the only way one of these is going to work is if you get it big enough to go over the dog's head, in which case you often end up having a lot of slack once it's around the dog's neck. And when there's that much slack, the collar is supposed to ride up on the dog's neck right underneath the chin and right underneath the jaw and around his neck. But with so much slack, they end up draping down here and they become less and less effective. Whereas with these collars, you can get them so that they're snug. You buy one that fits the size and you get it so that it fits. <laughs> Here, put it on me if I can do it. As long as we keep Cindy away. She didn't put a leash on it. So you can get it pretty pretty firm, but I have no problem breathing here, and the dog doesn't either. And the correct way, the correct place to wear it on a dog is, again, right up underneath the chin. We're going to show you in a minute how to fit one on Rainy, our house dog. And the fact is that these collars need to be fit correctly because if people make a mistake and they get, say, a... Uh, a 20-inch collar for a dog that needs a 15-inch collar. They're going to have this much slack, and if you need to use this, and, for example, on a dominant dog that is either trying to dog fight or trying to bite the handler, and they lift his front feet up off the ground a little bit, the dog can turn and chew it. But when it's sized properly, it's tight against the dog's neck. There's only about an inch of slack and there's no way the dog can turn and chew through the collar. So The way we set the measurement up for the dominant dog collars is for you to measure exactly what the circumference is of your dog's neck right up underneath the jawline. If your dog has, for example, a 17 inch neck, you would order exactly a 17 inch collar. That'll this is the exact point where people get confused and make mistakes in ordering their collars. They think they need to add a few inches to the actual neck size for the dog to have slack, and that's not the fact. People also make the mistake of measuring the neck and the fur of the dog. This often adds inches to the measurement, and then they have a collar that's too big. So when you measure, make sure the string or the cloth tape measure is snug up against the skin and not just over the top of the fur. Remember, most people's measurements are too big. That'll give you 17 inches from here to here. You will have slack on that 17-inch collar, and that slack will be the length of the clip and the length of the bottom ring. So the actual nylon cord or collar will go right around your dog's neck. It'll fit snug, but there will be this much slack left in the collar and really that's about how much slack you want to have two to three inches of slack some people like to have an inch uh, what you don't want to have is you don't want to have that much slack because it's too easy for a dog that has all that slack to turn his head and chew through a collar so one more time measure right around the dog's neck right under his chin right up behind his ears Take that measurement and order that length of collar because then that will fit and you will have very little slack on the end. Now, let me demonstrate why this collar is so effective. Rainy is an adult Malinois. 
her correct size in a dominant dog collar is only 13 inches. If she needed to wear a normal choke collar, her collar size would probably be 16 inches or larger just so that it would be able to go over her skull or over her head. So this is the correct position for a dog to wear the dominant dog collar. Now let me show you, I will clip the collar together here, and I will show you that this collar, when it's put together, is too small to go over Rainey's head. You can't force it over her head. So if it was a normal choke collar, it wouldn't go on. To get it on, you'd have to have it several inches bigger, and then you would have too much slack in the collar when you went to train with it. So one more time, we put it on, we clip it to the sliding ring, not to the ring on the end of the collar. Gives you that much slack, and that's the perfect amount of slack to use to train with these dogs. And she has absolutely no problem breathing with this. So the hardest concept for people to understand, again, is how to order the correct size for their dogs. And they miss how important it is that you can wrap these collars around and connect them and not have to take them over the dog's head. The dominant dog collar is one of the most effective training tools to deal with dominant and aggressive dogs. If you would like to learn how to use them in your training, I would recommend my DVD, Dealing with Dominant and Aggressive Dogs. I will also say that in closing, there are some countries around the world that have allowed stupid, ignorant animal activists who lack any and all experience in training dogs to outlaw remote training collars. But that's for another day. The point is, is that these dominant dog collars are a viable replacement as a training tool in the countries that don't allow remote callers.